What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host, Garrett Morlang, and here is the other host, currently in the studio, doing uh, his pre-meditation before, uh, you know, before every episode. He uh, does yoga, does a little stretching, meditates. Um, he's just finished up now. Uh, the very special JJ Purdom. I don't know. I don't know why. But I just couldn't see myself ever doing yoga. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't really have like the body shape of somebody who should be stretching and holding a, a pose. And this is called downward dog. And this is called doggy style. And this is called um, <laughs> limp wrist. And this is what I'm just saying. Okay. Could I you mean, see, you're the expert here. I don't know anything. So yeah, I'm I, just taking your word for it. Could you ever see somebody like me doing yoga? I mean, I, I, I do I do have possession of the DDP yoga uh, DVDs, and I am so ready. My wife and I are doing it together, but eventually. She, she and I had, we said, like, look, man, Monday comes. We're doing it. You know, we're going to work out together. We're on board. And then Monday came around and Monday, you know, like we had the podcast, we needed to record and we just kind of got busy. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. it's happened for the last three weeks. But we keep saying Monday, Monday. You know, some <laughs> people say if you just, just make it happen today, stop waiting for tomorrow and make today the day that you start anew. And I keep trying to like share that with her and she tells me shut up and get the cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> I like cupcakes better too. <laughs> Dude, I'm today is awesome this weather is amazing man it's been so warm today california finally starting to warm up you know we had like a lot of the wet crazy cold and like all of a sudden it's like springtime man and it came out of nowhere yeah i've been hanging out outside when i'm not at work (laughs) it's like weird to me you know what i mean (laughs) we hung out outside after church all day yesterday i had the worst allergies afterwards but we get to watch the kids play for a long time and had one of the best days just sitting and relaxing and it was more therapeutic than I can possibly share to you just sitting there and watching the kids play and talking and breathing in all the cool air and pollen and uh, and dander and whatnot and so I had the worst allergies afterwards and it went with me until I took a little pinch of cayenne pepper and I am just literally snorting just a small pinch of this and the capsaicin inside of this cayenne pepper, it is absolutely incredible. It totally goes inside of your nose and it burns out any infection. No more sinus yeah, problems. Burns out all your, your also olfactory brains. nerves yeah, too. Right, yeah, <laughs> can't smell anything I can't, anymore, but I hey, can't I don't taste, have allergies. I can't taste pizza anymore. Um, it is burned <laughs> gone. But no, actually, every once in a while, if I have a really bad allergies, I'll snort a little pinch of cayenne pepper. Uh, yeah, you sneeze. You know, some. there's like other things that work just as well without having to like snort like acid up your nose. Like, oh, you mean like Dristan and or like I just like Trudy has a little essential oils, a little peppermint oil. Like I, I just rub it in my mustache, and then my mustache smells like peppermint, and it helps <laughs> clear all my sinuses out, and then I don't have to burn all my nerves out of my nose, you know? There might be something to that. I might have to try that. I, t- I just turned my mustache into a little, like, essential oil diffuser, basically. That might actually work for me. I'm going to give that a try because... Just a little this, bit of oil, peppermint oil in your mustache it works does, every time. It does look pretty funny, me, like, doing lines of cayenne pepper and people, <laughs> you know, when you're on the street, like, hey, man, you got any organic cayenne? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and it, it kind of sets the world on fire. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah. It sets a lot more on fire, I'm sure, too. <laughs> a little bit. Um, man. No, yeah. Sat- all day Saturday, uh, Saturday morning, we were outside. Um, 
there was uh, an event in Oakdale called Love Oakdale. A lot of cities uh, in our area and even around the United States do this um, love love your city event, which is basically kind of like just like community service type thing. Everything comes out and um, you know paints a, an elderly lady's house or does some yard work or fixes up around a school. Our job that we did is. Uh, we cleaned up a cemetery. There was like, it was all overgrown and kind of weeded and um, pine cones and stuff all over the place. So we went and raked stuff up and weed whacked and um, yeah, it did a heck of a lot of work, but it looks really good now. And, but, but man, my allergies were killing me too. That's so, so bad. When we first moved out here, my allergies weren't so bad. Everyone's like, oh, you wait, just give it a couple, couple years. It's like the next year I thought I was going to die. I'm like, this is the worst. Why did I move here? <laughs> the area that we live in California, and we live in central California, this is the most populated region for almond trees. So when the almonds are in blossom, or some people call them almonds, I, I no call one, them almonds. No one calls them almonds. <laughs> so I'm telling you. Only idiots call when, them almonds. When they shake those things, man, and the dust is in the air, and you're just <laughs> breathing it in, dude, I, guaranteed your lungs are going to start closing up on you, and you're going to start having nasal draining going yeah, on. Sorry it, to get too graphic. <laughs> it takes off about 10 years off your life, I'm sure. Um, cool. Uh, well, if you guys haven't already... Uh, please go check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Um, we have some cool tiers over there you can support us at. So if you really love our stuff, go over there, throw us a couple bucks. Uh, you get some stuff in return. Um, just like uh, our Patreon producer, Matt Liu, and uh, also our Patreon sponsor, Bill Bird. Um, before we get into the podcast here, there's one other thing we want to talk about. So we found... Over the weekend, this new podcast app called PodCoin. It's basically a podcast player similar to, I don't know, Overcast or the iTunes podcast player or Spotify, something like that. But instead of just, you know, you listening to a podcast and that's it, uh, as you listen to podcasts, you actually build up, um, you actually earn these PodCoins, this currency. Um, and... Uh, yeah, we actually promoted our podcast on there. Um, they let us do it for free for a couple of weeks, which is cool. If you go to PodCoin, sign up, make an account, and use our code GAMERBOYS, all one word, G-A-M-E-R-B-O-Y-S, you can get 300 bonus PodCoins. Um, and I thought that was kind of a cool thing because, I mean, I listen to like, I don't know, eight hours a day I'm listening to podcasts basically. So for me, it's like, oh, why not use this, rack up a bunch of coins, um, the coolest thing is you can choose to use those coins towards charity. You can use it to, um, you know, help find, do fund research for ch childhood cancer or feed uh, homeless or whatever. There's animal shelters on there you can support. Or if you're feeling really selfish and greedy, you can just save up for that Amazon gift card. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I just go check that out. It was just kind of neat. Um, they're spot, they're actually promoting our podcast. Uh, we've had a huge uptick in kind of downloads, which has been uh, neat to see. But they also gave us our own uh, um, uh, offer code. So if you go over there and on the sign-up page where it says um, something about uh, some sort of code or referral code or something, type in Gamer Boys. Get 300 extra pod coin over there. 
It's a really cool app. That's one of the neat things that you can end up, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, you're in a situation like Garrett and I, where we are working in public and we're just playing podcast most of the day to keep ourselves from going back crap crazy, yeah. which I might already be partway there. Um, <laughs> just by listening to podcasts, you end up earning these these pod coins from this app. And then you can use it to, to like he was saying, to feed people around the world. And also, if you want, you can end up listening to a bunch of podcasts and then use it to get yourself uh, an Amazon gift card. You know, I mean, there's a lot of really cool stuff with this app. So if you listen to our podcast already, go over there and subscribe to Gamer Boys. Use that, use that code Gamer Boys. And since we're a feature this week too, where you also get, uh, instead of, I think normally the rate's like, for every 10 minutes to listen to, you get one pod coin. Right now, it's like a, you get bonus pod coin for listening to ours. It's a bonus. Like you get like one and a half or two per 10 minutes or something. So you're, you get a little extra. This could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yeah, we will see. We will see. Um, in the meantime, though, let's get down to the nerdy nudes. The nerdy nudes. They are so nerdy and they are so nude. Well, I don't know if that goes. Well, I mean, they, some of them are closed. Most of them. Most of them are closed. There are a couple that are plain out naked. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first one we have here on the docket is uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has no game over screens for failing a mission. Um, so this kind of broke over, uh, I think it was last week, end of last week sometime, that uh, Project C- uh, CD Project Red, the designers and developers of this Cyberpunk 2077 game, they're also the people who'd made the Witcher series. Um, so the Witcher 3 that came out a few years back that people still rave and rant about. Um, they are, they've been working on the Cyberpunk 2077 for a long time. Uh, and I don't anticipate it coming out anytime soon, probably in the next at least two years. Um, but they shared a little bit that in this game, if you play through a mission, and their example was this, you're playing through a mission where you're supposed to protect the client. You need to keep the client safe from whoever's hunting them down. You, you know, walk into a building, next across the street, you see, oh, look, there's a restaurant over there. I, my character's feeling hungry, so I'm going to order a cheeseburger and go have lunch. Um, and oops, oh, I forgot the client was unprotected. He got shot and killed. I failed the mission. Now, in every other video game, you fail the mission, game over, you need to start over. In this game, uh, there's no game over. The story just keeps going. Which is totally different and unusual. Yeah, which is insane. So, I mean, that's that concept has sort of been in other games, but never for like, I don't know. I feel like it's never been uh, in the sense of like a major main story mission, I guess I should say. Because um, there's been like, I think that, that, you know, that happens in like Fallout or Skyrim or some of these other big RPGs, but usually it's like a side mission that doesn't really matter. This game, it's like, Main story missions, hey, whatever you want to do, just do it. And that was actually one of the one of the quotes from the uh, um, the quest designer Philip Weber. He spoke with the German website GameStar and said, "What is the stupidest thing that the player could do?" With this philosophy in mind, quests have been designed to allow all kinds of player behavior, ensuring that the game never fails players for engaging in unconventional activities. Um, could it so, theoretically change the outcome of the game by? 
leaving out some of these missions? Yeah, so that's they didn't necessarily say that, but that's what I thought was so cool about this news article is that's the implications of it. It's basically, uh, I decided to go get a cheeseburger instead of protecting this dude. Well, that's going to change the entire end game now. Which is what one does when one wants a cheeseburger. Yeah, I mean, when, when you need a cheeseburger, you need, you need one. You need a cheeseburger. Right. Unless it was me saving you, Garrett, and then I'd be right there, unless it's like a double-double. And then like- I mean, I'm as sorry. long as you brought me back one. Well, of course. Yeah. Well, of course. Before I die. <laughs> I'm not sure it would make it back. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, um, but no, yeah, I, I just thought it was really cool. This game, there's uh, there's gameplay demos out. There's trailers. It looks really cool, the aesthetic. A lot of people think this whole cyberpunk kind of grungy, cyber, weird, futuristic type dystopian future is kind of cheesy or Dude, like no not way. that great, but I, I'm all for it. I like the aesthetic. Are you kidding? Like, hot, like hot pink and bright neon colors oh, and dark, man. dark gritty. It's almost like a um, Blade Runner-esque type. That's like, exactly that's, what I was thinking. I yeah. I love the look of it. I love the aesthetic. I don't think it's cheesy at all. I think that it's, it's cool and it's different and it looks like such a big world. I mean, I don't know what the scale is for the game, but- that looks really fun, man. Wouldn't you love to explore openly and know you're not going to get stabbed in real life? I mean, so that there's a safety net there. No, yeah, it looks and the the CD Project Red is known for just making enormous worlds that are way more fleshed out than they need to be. <laughs> um, like I've never played The Witcher Three; I've only heard amazing things about it, and that's one of the things is like the world just goes on and on and on. And it's so detailed; like every part of it is so detailed from. Hills and trees and valleys and cities and towns and people you come across. Um, so if they do the same thing with cyberpunk and like a cool gritty sci-fi uh, like setting, yeah, I'm I'm totally down for this. I'm I'm actually really excited for this. Okay, number. You can two. tell you're excited right now, Garrett, because you said it like I'm really excited about this right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, bring it up, man. We're on the we're on the pod right now. We're we're super gamer boying it up. Got a little more energy, buddy. Okay. Here, take this shot. I'll try. I'll try. Take this shot. What is it? It's an espresso shot. Just take oh, it. Oh, okay. I'll take the espresso yeah. shot. It's got a vodka in it. Just Woo! <laughs> okay. Let's get down to number two here. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Borderlands 3 got uh, some new announcements this week. Uh, is coming out September 13th, and it's going to be exclusive to the Epic Game Store on PC. Um, this was big news because um, they had... The last episode we talked about their big press conference that just went to crap, but <laughs> it was really bad. But hey, at least they got the trailer out there. Well, yeah, now this last week they announced it's coming to PlayStation 4, Windows PC, Xbox One on September 13th. And the PC version will be exclusive to the Epic Game Store until April 2020. Um, now this is, uh, I'm not a PC gamer, so it doesn't, I don't really care. But man, people are not happy about that. Like people are hating on the Epic Game Store. Like Steam has just been around for years and years and years now at this point. And people love Steam. They love the infrastructure that's been built, the layout, the just how th this program works. Now that they're having to switch over to this other program to buy and play this game, people are not happy. Um, it's just interesting. So now if they're going to vote with their wallet, I guess, in quotes, um, well, they're going to have to wait until April 2020 until they can buy the game on Steam. So they're going to have to wait another another year at least to to play that one. But uh, hey, I'm glad I'm a PS4 player and I don't have to deal with that. Some of the most violent 
mean people on earth are nerds who are not getting things no, their they way. They do not hold back. Like, That's totally ridiculous, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it was pretty insane that the amount of hatred that came out after that announcement. But some other new uh, things they announced with it, uh, it was actually a new trailer too, the announcement trailer. Uh, Gearbox announced the four new Vault Hunters that you get to play as. The first one is Moe's, the gunner. When Moe's needs backup, she digistructs her mech, Iron Bear, for a sucker punch of additional firepower. Uh, there's Amara, the siren, a confident, capable brawler with the ability to summon ethereal fist. Amara uses her siren powers to smash her enemies. There's Flak, the beastmaster, and Flak is spelled FL4K, using leet speak, it's called there. Um <laughs> Wait, did you know that, or did you actually research that? I, you just had that information in your head, didn't you? <laughs> I I heard someone else refer to it as that on another podcast. I'd heard Elite speak. Uh, I I'm not nerdy enough for Elite speak. Uh, so so that's what this is when they use numbers for letters. Uh, Flack the Beastmaster it lives for the hunt. So do the loyal beasts that follow their master's every command. Their preferred prey, unsuspecting bandits, those poor suckers. Zane as the operative, specializing in battlefield gadgetry, Zane is extremely proficient at slipping into combat, creating chaos, and sneaking back out as if he were never there. Gearbox also teased new worlds beyond Pandora, where players can loot for the series trademark bazillions of guns, including firearms with self-propelling bullet shields, rifles that spawn volcanoes, and guns that grow legs, hunt down targets, and verbally insult them. <laughs> A new leveling... A new leveling sinking system will also make playing cooperatively with friends, regardless of your story of experience progression, uh, according to a fact sheet. Um, so there's just a lot of cool stuff they're adding in there. Another couple other news articles that I found this last week pertaining to Borderlands 3, um, they are changing their loot system up, where previously when you played co-op with friends, You'd all have to all have to fight over the loot. Like whatever the thing dropped, whoever got to it first basically got it. Now they're changing it so each character will get their own loot drop. So there's no no need to fight anymore over who gets what. Everyone will get their own stuff, which is awesome. And then the other thing that's been announced uh, or rumored, I guess I should say, um, well, it's not rumored. It's it's confirmed, but we don't know the context of it. So on the Microsoft Store. Under the Borderlands 3 game, it says that it is cross-play compatible. So initially, people were losing their minds thinking, oh, shoot, like, is it going to be cross-play co-op from PS4 to Xbox One to PC to everything? Um, the more people thought about it, though, and kind of the conclusion I've come to is that um, it's cross-play between Xbox One and PC. Because that's, like, that cross-play compatible you go through the microsoft store a lot of games say that um so that's that's what i'm worried that's probably what it means although they have not confirmed or not denied anything so who knows it could be cross play i'm still holding out hope so that would be amazing currently because i'm I'm not a Fortnite expert or anything currently this isn't Fortnite. no no is is Fortnite currently the only game that is cross-platform between all systems no there's Fortnite. uh Rocket League, which is a, a car soccer game, <laughs> play soccer with cars, and then I want to say Warframe might be cross-play. 
I think. I don't know 100% on that last one, but I know at least Rocket League and Fortnite say it for like, sure. Say it like it's fact and like the, they won't know. Okay. They, yeah. They, Warframe they, is in fact. Is it? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you sure about that? Oh, well, no, no, I'm not. No, you're trying again. <laughs> oh, dang Look, it. you got to up your okay. skills on the I'm lies sorry, here. Man. I'm sorry. I'm not good at this whole lying thing. Oh, I could teach you some stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got like a whole booklet written out. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Okay. After okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll sit down and work through that because I'm bad at it. <laughs> um, So cool. I, yeah, I'm so excited for Borderlands 3. It even got me, and we'll talk about this on what you're playing, but I got back into playing, uh, some of the older Borderlands games because of it. I'm just so stoked for this new one to come out. Um, some other things they announced is there's going to be different editions. There's going to be the standard edition for 60 bucks. That's just the game. The deluxe edition for 80 bucks. It's the game as well as some bonus digital content. The super deluxe edition is 100 bucks. It is the game, the uh, digital content, and then uh, the DLC packs and. Uh, butt stallion weapon skin and <laughs> weapon trinket and grenade mod uh good old butt stallion and then there is the borderlands 3 diamond loot chest collector's edition for 250 dollars you hear that jd are you getting 250 dollars are, are you gonna pick that up for the super gamer boys <laughs> probably not <laughs> oh come on you're rolling in the dough over there right um, it includes the full game, season pass, all bonus digital content, pre-order bonus of the Super Deluxe Edition, plus a diamond loot chest replica, Borderlands 3 character figurines, including the four new Vault Hunters, the Calypso Twins, and other characters from the Borderlands universe. And you said only $250 for all of that? Oh, well, I'm not done yet. Oh, there's more? There's more. <laughs> Sanctuary 3 snap model, Vault key keychains, four of them. The Cloth Galaxy Map, Character Art Lithographs, Times 5, and then the Borderlands 3 Steelbook Case. Oh, dude, I'm going to pick this up. For because, one easy payment of $24.99. Dude, I'm going to pick this up because <laughs> I I do have dough. And by dough, I, like cookie dough is like the only kind of dough that JJ has. <laughs> you know, and uh, Gluten-free, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, come on, dude. That's a lot of money, man. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's a lot of cool stuff, though. It is a lot of cool stuff. Even for, even I will say for the that, for the Borderlands fanatics out there, it's a pretty cool thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Have you? You still haven't really forayed into trying Borderlands, have you? I haven't tried it. I'm looking forward to giving it a try. I they was just, they just released the for the first time ever on PlayStation Four and Xbox One the Borderlands One game the of the remastered, year right? So the remaster. Mm -hmm. So this for the first time ever, you can get all three of the original ones. So Borderlands One, Borderlands Two, and Borderlands a pre sequel. And what's the all in four K? What's on, the date for three coming out? September thirteenth. Okay, so we we've got through the summer before it yeah. comes out. That's why I've started playing through the Handsome Collection mm -hmm. on PS4. So that's Borderlands Two and the pre sequel because I was like, oh, maybe I can get through both those games, kind of get freshened up on it before the the new one comes out. But we'll see. I'm sure there'll be other games that come through and. Steal my time. <laughs> you mean other games are going to like catch your squirrel attention? Oh. And you're not going to like finish them or almost anything? Almost guaranteed. Gosh, Garrett, that almost sounds like fake gamer stuff. Almost, no, that's every gamer. Every gamer struggle. <laughs> trust no, me. I, trust me. I, <laughs> I, I smack talk, but I have a, a major problem with it as well. <laughs> Alrighty. The uh, third thing on the docket here from Polygon. It says, you'll be able to play Breath of the Wild in VR via Labo in some Mario 2. 
and that's like Mario T O O, not the number two. There's no, there's no new Mario game announced <laughs> right. here. This Don't is the Mario confused. Mario Odyssey as well. So yeah, it's uh, uh, the article starts out here today. Nintendo announced that its upcoming Nintendo Labo VR kit will support two of the Switch's most prominent titles, Super Mario Odyssey and The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, with bite-sized experiences. The VR ToyCon is meant to be an accessible way for families to test out VR without dropping the big bucks on systems like the PSVR or an Oculus. The VR ToyCon is rich in potential, and Nintendo adding compatibility with some of their biggest titles is a great sign for the Labo's future. Frankly, the thought of exploring Hyrule all over again in VR sounds like a fantastic reason to revisit Breath of the Wild. Super Mario Odyssey will support a bite-sized experience with players getting to complete Three mini-sessions in the Cap, Seaside, and Luncheon Kingdoms. Breath of the Wild seems to be fully supported, with snippets of play from all over Hyrule being featured in the teaser. The feature can be enabled or disabled at any time via the options menu. So, this sounds awesome. It basically just turns your Nintendo Switch system into VR goggles. So, I don't know if you guys uh, have heard of or know of the Nintendo Labo kits that came out last fall. But basically, it was a bunch of Nintendo-branded cardboard that you folded up into cool shapes, uh, spent a lot of money on, played for, uh, played with for about a week, and then couldn't figure out what to do with the cardboard. <laughs> See, that's exactly what I was going to ask <laughs> so, like, you. like you have all this cardboard, and well, it's like, oh, what do we do with that now? It sounds like a <laughs> cool little idea on uh, for the premise, but really, are, are you going to, if you're a kid... Are you going to play with it that much? Or is it going to be something that really gets your attention and holds your attention for very long? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. With with the original kits, I could, like, they didn't seem very interesting. I could see where you could lose interest super quickly with those. Um, but with this, these VR goggles, um, and it's going to, so there's going to be a starter kit uh, or a full set for 80 bucks, but a starter kit for $40. To be able to have a turn your switch into a VR goggles for forty bucks, and I imagine they'll keep coming out with new VR experiences. Like I don't know, I'm down for that. I think this is going to be this is going to take Labo in a completely different direction. Like the other kits, so there's like a robot kit, and then like a general like I don't know, I forget. Add like race car steering wheel and a little uh, fishing pole and a piano that was all made of cardboard. Um, that was never really, I don't know, I feel like they planned that out. They didn't really plan that out for, like, longevity or, like, having long-term, like, entertainment value. But with VR, like, all they have to do is just make a new VR game. Like, the cardboard, obviously the cardboard will wear out over time. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I'm just super excited to be able to play Breath of the Wild in VR. That just sounds amazing. I don't know what it'll be like. They they do have a little, like, trailer you can watch. Um but they didn't really, uh, I don't know, go into detail on what it will actually look like for either of those games. Um, but it sounds like a lot of fun. I miss my PSVR so much for so for forty bucks to get back into it and play some cool Nintendo games. I bet uh, if I'd you, be down. I bet if you look for a little Christmas gift for yourself, if you just 
if you just got something for little Garrett on the inside, <laughs> you probably get something around Black Friday, dude. I'm guaranteeing you the that, PSVR? that the PSVR is probably going to be pretty cheap come, no, come Thanksgiving I, time. I'm sure it will be. There's just uh, it's, it's a hard, hard time justifying me. Oh, you can justify <laughs> it. It's for it the again podcast. For a second time. It's for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I try to. Everything is for the podcast now, and that's that's what I use as an excuse. I mean, that's what I. Um, you know, preface it to right, my wife. Right, 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 that, you, know, right. you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have that many funds through the podcast. <laughs> we have other things we're trying to save up for. But so. remember, you can always help by becoming one of our Patreon supporters. In yeah. case we didn't mention that earlier. You want to help us do cool stuff? Uh, I was just telling JJ this morning that I had to give back. Uh, we had borrowed a capture card from a buddy um, to do our Resident Evil 2 stream, and we we're actually hoping to do another stream the end of this month for days gone possibly and then my buddy this weekend was like oh hey can i get that back i've i've had it for like two or three months now i should have given it back a long time ago but i'm like so you borrowed the capture card from him the same way that i borrow video games from you yeah exactly <laughs> the permanent residence yeah but it was just kind of like as soon as we kind of started thinking about doing that now now he needs it back i'm like god oh, damn he bad, must listen to the podcast timing, that he heard that he, he heard now, so I, now I'm like, okay, well, we just got to save up. It'll take a while, but we'll get there. We'll figure it out. Cool. Well, let's uh, run through a couple new releases. Uh, as I talked about last week, we're doing new releases a little differently. So these are just some games that uh, I've either heard good things about, um, I've seen some Let's Plays or something, been impressed with, uh, some games that you should check out if you have a chance. Um, so Enter the Gungeon, A Farewell to Arms on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine on PS4 and Xbox One. And then Falcon Age, it's a PlayStation VR game. Uh, I think it's actually a PS4 game as well. You can play it in regular PS4 or in VR. But uh, it looks amazing in VR. Like you literally have this little falcon that you raise from a little, from an egg basically, from a little tiny baby falcon chick up until full full grown falcon and you teach them to uh basically fight and kill people and <laughs> be be a super uh awesome falcon i don't know any other way to put it it's pretty much like how we do pest control all the time we just fight and kill and step yeah. in dog crap highly uh, highly I, trained I, assassins you and i you should see me i kind of look like a ninja when i'm hop skipping and jumping and cartwheeling <laughs> over dog droppings yeah <laughs> um cool well let's get into the what you plan um i'm gonna go first this week uh because we have some special stuff for the latter half of what you plan here but uh so i already mentioned earlier i have been playing borderlands the pre-sequel um, so it's actually the third Borderlands game that came out, but it takes place before the second one, like between one and two. So, uh, yeah, I'm starting with that one. And then after I finish that, I plan on going to Borderlands two, but man, it's felt so good to get, get back into that game. I never actually finished Borderlands two or the pre-sequel. I got really far into them and just like every other video game I play, I didn't finish it, but, uh, I started all the way back at the beginning this time around again with new character and everything. And Man, I've been having so much fun this weekend going through that. Just because the way the game is set up is there's like waves of enemies that are super easy to take out. Like you just boom, 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 kill them, and then you pick up all their loot. It's just so addictive because it's just like kill people, pick up their loot, kill some more people, get some cooler loot. Like it's just over and over and over again. Um, and the art style is really cool. It kind of has like a comic book uh, 
kind of hand-drawn art style that is just amazing. Um, and yeah, super, super excited for the new one to come out. So I've been playing through the Handsome Collection. And then the second thing that I watched was The Twilight Zone. I don't I don't know why I did the doodly do. <laughs> Dude. Dude, the original? No. So this is the brand spanking new CBS All Access Twilight Zone. Um so it just came out April 1st, I believe. Um, on CBS All Access, you can only watch it there. And uh, so even if you have cable or satellite and you have CBS, you can't watch it there. You can only watch it if you subscribe to the CBS All Access um, app, which is like five or six bucks a month. Did they drop several episodes or? So they've dropped two and they're going to release them weekly. So at this point, they're like on the on April 1st, they dropped two, the first two episodes. Um, and then from here on out, it's going to be um, one a week. Uh, so it's hosted by Jordan Peele of, you know, he did Us and he did Get Out. Get Out. So two kind of huge, you know, horror movies of the last couple of years. And man, but the first couple episodes like feature some awesome uh, actors. So the first uh, first episode called The Comedian um, has uh, uh, Camille Nanjiani as the uh, the main character. Um, super cool premise. I don't know how much do you want me to talk about it. Like it's kind of cool to like. I'm actually watch it yourself, but I kind of want to like. We actually have CBS All Access. Do you? Uh, yeah, we we have had it for a while. My wife has several shows that CBS puts out on that app that she loves. So we've had that for quite some time. I actually have never watched anything on it. I'm I'm full up with everything else, but I got to be honest, I am a huge, and it goes back to my age being a little bit older, I am a huge original Twilight Zone fan. Absolutely love the Rod Serling uh, series, and I have rewatched a lot of the episodes over and over and over again. I actually was just watching one a few days ago, um, so it's just interesting that they have a new one. I did hear about this coming up. And so I do want to check it out. I didn't realize that Jordan Peele was the guy hosting it. Yeah, he's hosting it and he, he does such a good job. But yeah, the first episode features uh, Camille uh, Nanjiani. Um, is that his name? I want to make sure I'm getting that right. Yeah, Kamel. Kamel Nanjiani. And then the second episode, Nightmare at 30,000 Feet, has, uh, um, oh, why can't I think of his name now? Adam, Adam Scott from Parks and Rec. He's hilarious. Well, he's, he's hilarious in Parks and Rec. He's not so hilarious in this. He's really intense. But okay, can you, without spoiling anything, can you maybe run through the Nightmare at Thirty Thousand Feet? I'm curious. Uh, is it a remake of an original uh, episode from the series? I, I have a. Well, I think all the episodes are kind of. I think he pulls ideas from some original. Yeah. Okay. Because so Nightmare at Thirty Thousand Feet is it's a sky. He's has. Uh, serious issues with anxiety and just like kind of like like dealing with his stress and everything and he's he gets seeing on, something on the plane well so with this one he gets on a plane and he finds an mp3 player in the front pocket of in the seat in front of him he picks it up puts on some headphones starts listening and it's a podcast about how flight 1030 
crashes and it's it's like some I forget the airline, but it's like it's his flight. Okay, so he's listening. Not through, what I was thinking. No, so he's <laughs> listening through this podcast, and it's basically it's almost like have you, like a serial or like um, any of these true crime podcasts. It's that format, like as it, but it's talking about like the current flight he's on. So he's listening to this guy, like you know, this is all we know about this flight, and talking about this guy and that guy, and this happens, and then oh, they don't want know much information about this, but they heard about that. And that sounds amazing. So he's listening to this, and he's trying to stop the plane from crashing because he's listening to this, and everyone thinks he's going crazy. So he sounds like a nutbag. Yeah, and man, it's so good. Wow. So the first one's really good with Kamal. Um, it's, uh, he, yeah, that one's really good too. I won't spoil kind of what happens with that one because that, that's kind of a cool like realization when what, what, what happens with that, but um. They're both super good episodes so far. I'm loving it. I'm in. Trudy does not like it. Oh, man. She's just like, it's too dark. It's too scary. Like, it's too weird. Like, she doesn't like, because it's just so off-putting. Like, every second of it. None of it, like, which is just so, like, Twilight Zone. Like, that's the point of it. I am so thrilled That's the point of it. It's like that you feel, like, almost like, like, every part of this is just wrong. And that's... That's what it is, and I love it. So it sounds it so like much. like they were able to capture the actual essence because they've tried to to redo the Twilight Zone. They did it in the eighties. Uh, they tried to redo it again in the early two thousands with Forrest Whitaker, and mm. they never were able to catch the the spirit of what Rod Serling's series did. But it sounds like they finally kind of tapped on they, exactly what it was they needed. So I've watched like one or two or four episodes of the original Twilight Zone. Um, so from those very few episodes that I've watched, I feel like it's very similar in tone. And like, like yeah, I, I feel like Jordan did a really good job kind of uh, making this like a very true spiritual successor to to the original ones. But So does he I, not I, only I, host I, it, but does he also have a part and a hand in writing it and producing and all that kind of I stuff? I believe that's what it is. He is... Um, so the creators are Simon Kinberg, Jordan Peele, and Marco Ramirez. But I think Jordan Peele is kind of the main guy writing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then he's also like the host. Like he pops up at the beginning of the episode and at the end of the episode, you know, the moral of the story and all that kind of like. Uh, and you, you know so what's cool. crazy is Jordan Peele is one of the funniest men alive. And he right. has really carved out a niche for this, for, for horror and for going at horror differently. So I love the I love the throwback and the playback to this style of storytelling with Twilight Zone. So I look forward to being able to check that out. Thanks, Gary. Yeah, no, definitely check it out because I'd be curious, you being a um, Twilight Zone expert, you know, loving the original ones, I'd be curious to know what, what you think. I could tell you so much about the original series and how, how much fun it is. And even now I'm able to go back and watch old episodes because the storytelling was so much better and different. And it was simple, simple. You didn't need to, to go all crazy and nuanced. You know, it was just simple storytelling with really over the top colorful characters. And I'll tell you what, it was really great for its time. And I could still watch an episode and just be in love with it. They're one of my favorite episodes. I believe it's called All the Time in the World. And it's got Burgess Meredith, who was um, in the movie Rocky. He was Mickey, the guy who trains Rocky, the old man. You're going to eat logs and crap sawdust and all that guy, right? So Burgess Meredith was in numerous episodes. And in All the Time in the World, he was a Coke bottles, glass wearing 
um, guy who worked at a bank, and he only just wanted to read books. He loved to read. And so he would be at the bank teller's uh, position reading a book, and he, he would get caught by the boss, and so he got fired, lost his job, and he had a henpecked wife that was always just haranguing him and wouldn't let him just just read a book. All he wanted to do was read, and she'd say, all you want to do is read. And then he goes down into like a basement, and like a giant bomb goes off, and everybody dies but him. And he finds himself near the library with all these books laying all over the place. And he's got these big, thick Coke bottle glasses, and he's like stacking up all these books. And he's like, this is going to get me through this month and through next month, and I'll have read reading for years, and I've got all the time in the world. And he trips over something, his glasses fall and break, and now he can't see anything. And he's like, no, no, and that's how it ends. And it's like, man. I think, I think that's one of the episodes I've seen. That sounds super familiar. It's, I'm pretty it's, sure I've seen that one. It's, it's so good. It's a good one. It's so good. Yeah, that's that's what I love about the feel of yeah of Twilight Zone. The ones I've seen in the past, and even this new one, it just ends, and you're just like, I don't know, it's just so hopeless. Is this like you expect it to go? Like it's got to turn out right, right? Like it's going to turn out good, but they never do. Like there's always some twist that just or some little detail. Like maybe it's mostly good, but there's a little part that just makes it like, oh, it's not worth it. That's that's bad. Like <laughs> or like or it's just like totally like something like that. Like he just has to live out the rest of his life like nothing. <laughs> So, no, that's awesome. Okay, so I did not get an opportunity to play too much. I played a little bit of Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm in Chapter 6. I'm getting closer and closer to the end, man. It's been amazing. But because they didn't get a whole lot of time is because some people have the Super Bowl. If you like that foosball stuff, you like to watch your Super Bowl. That's your big event for for throwing around a piece of pigskin and running and stuff with pads all over yourself. Or if you uh, you play your World Series and you're hitting cricket balls, you're talking or whatever. to the wrong guy. I am not into sports. Oh, so I don't okay. know. I don't know what you're talking about. I knew you looked I smart. I knew you looked smart. So I don't care for any of those team sports and stuff. What I love is a real sport. Professional UFC. wrestling. No, no. <laughs> UFC is a real sport. Not really. That's a man That's sport. A fake. It's a copy of wrestling. It's a copy of wrestling. So basically, we had WrestleMania 35. WrestleMania 35. I'm waiting for the cheers. I was. I, I gave you a space. I was waiting for. Don't patronize. It's a little golf clap. Don't How about patronize that? me. There were so many incredible events at WrestleMania 35. It was held. There was 82,000 people was held in New Jersey at MetLife Stadium. They set a new uh, record for the WWE uh, at that event, at that stadium. And it was awesome. Ronda Rousey was in the main event for the first time ever. Women main eventing WrestleMania after 35 events. And Ronda Rousey went against Becky Lynch. Uh, Ireland's own, and of course, Charlotte Flair. And Becky Lynch won both the the SmackDown and Raw Women's Championships. It was an awesome event. I had a lot of fun watching WrestleMania. A little too long at seven and a half hours. Jeez, that so is insane. It was, it was pretty long. There was a lot I'd of rather, really big I'd stuff. I'd rather do anything else than watch seven and a half hours. Uh, it, was, it was pretty long. Seven and a half hours, even for the most diehard fan. By the end, you're like just dreamed. <laughs> So that wasn't the only thing I did. One of the things that I did- I'd rather thanks, watch Star Wars Episode One for <laughs> seven and a half hours. 
<laughs> I, I you couldn't get me to watch it again with a gun on me. So the only the only other thing that I did that was really awesome was thanks to our Patreon support. You know, recently you were able to go watch Captain Marvel. Because of our Patreon support, I went and and saw Shazam in theaters. Yeah. Wow, I saw it opening weekend. It was incredible. And of course, I took my good buddy, a man who is right here, the Super Gamer Boys Fortnite expert, the resident Fortnite expert. I took my son, Lee Purdom. And Lee is here in studio to not only talk about Shazam, but to also talk about uh, season eight for, uh, what's that game called again? What is it? Uh, 49? 40, 40, 40, 40, 49? I don't know. Wait, Lee, how's it going? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Lee, how do you pronounce that thing? Because I, I, he and I don't play that. Garrett Apex I, Legends? Apex that Legends? Is, is that the that game what? you like to play? <laughs> Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite! That's what it is. Okay, that is. makes a lot of sense. That makes more sense. So, Lee, recently you were able to go watch with me. We went and saw Shazam. What did you think of Shazam? It was the best movie I ever saw. The best movie he ever saw. Dang. Dude, that is some big words right there. And dude, I got to tell you, like his facial expressions, like towards the end, like when he told me that, that was one of the coolest things ever. Because he looked up and he goes, that is the coolest movie I've ever seen. That's awesome. And like, that was, that was really cool. Like there, you weren't scared at all, right? Nope. Nope. Were there moments that were like kind of crazy and like, oh, oh. I mean, were you? Kind of jumpy a little bit. Yeah. 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 But it was such an awesome movie. And the, the great part about it was Lee and I were not the only father-son teams that were sitting there watching that movie. Mm. I looked around the theater and I kind of told you about this a little bit earlier. There were so many other dads that took their sons just two uh, seats away from us. There was a father and son that was watching it. One of the only problems with Shazam is uh, it was PJ-13. And uh, <laughs> we kind of... Lee, did we kind of get in a little bit of trouble later? Yeah. What happened? My mom figured it out because of an ad. An ad that said it was rated PG-13. Oh, and so no. I get the call. I get the call. <laughs> Why are you guys are like leaving the theater? <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, I got the call and she's like, it was it PG-13? She does not talk like that, by the way. My beautiful, amazing wife does not sound like that. But that's a reasonable <laughs> facsimile thereof of how, how she sounded yeah, at yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah. And I was like, what? 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 I didn't know. I didn't. It wasn't. Are you sure? I didn't, Are you positive? I, <laughs> I don't know. You know. All right. So uh, one of the other things that Lee is here in studio to talk about um, after we watched Fortnite. Fortnite was, of course, or not Fortnite. We watched Shazam. We didn't watch Fortnite. So Although, you, you, you really you recommend Shazam? You recommend oh, people go see it in theaters if they can? Oh, hugely. Lee, what about you? Do you recommend people go watch Shazam? Yes, I definitely do. You definitely do. Yes, because Shazam was awesome. I knew nothing about the story of Shazam. Shazam, of course, being a young boy who ends up being granted the powers of all of these gods. Mm. Um, and that's where the name Shazam comes from, is like Art- Art- Artemis or Artemis or something like that, and Hercules, all those guys. You okay. know. So basically all of the Mercury, all of their powers are imbued in this this 13-year-old, 14-year-old boy. And then he's a, he turns into this adult superhero. Huh. And it's such awesome. a fun story. Uh, and the characters are really uh, well fleshed out. And it kind left it open for a part two so that's okay. another you know movie that i can go watch i heard there me. was a post credit scene yeah. that might might yeah. set up like another so sequel. there is going to be a um sequel 
there is going to be a sequel. That's what it, they left it open for. They didn't okay. say that directly, but they left it open for for that. And yeah, we sat there in the theater. Not a lot of people stayed for that. You know, there was a few. But we were like holding our fingers crossed, kind yeah. of hoping Marvel Cause, does cause, that Yeah, because that's a normal thing for Marvel. But for DC, I think it's been in DC movies too, but most people just don't care about DC movies enough to hang out for the post credit scene. So. That is very true. Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about, about Shazam as far as DC has not done the great work that Marvel has done with a lot of their movies. DC has not done the comedy really, really well. They haven't done the, the crazy adventure along with the comedy Shazam did that. They broke the code. This is what DC needed. They needed this perfect blend of great action, awesome story, really well-defined characters, and a nice touch of comedy hmm. in all the right spots. That's awesome. They did it beautifully. This was this was absolutely the best DC film I've seen. Dang. Now, I haven't seen all of them, but... Of the recent ones, this has been the best I mean, one. Because Wonder Woman is pretty good. I I heard I have not seen Wonder Woman yet. Batman um, versus Superman, not a bad movie. No, it was sucked because Superman died. That sucked. <laughs> that was not realistic movie. in any way. Fantastic movie. No matter what, Superman would always win in a fight. There's no way that Batman could. So let's not talk that because I, my blood pressure is going up a little bit and I don't have my pills. Okay, then let's Just get saying. into something. That something. is very funny <laughs> <laughs> i need lee to come with me all the time to tell me that i say funny stuff so lee well, i want you to real quick we don't have a whole lot of time for the Fortnite report but if you could tell us about season eight what's season eight theme is there anything interesting about it what do you what's, like what's kind of the new features and mechanics that were added to, to season eight so i haven't the been theme out is x marks the spot it's pirate and also lava plus um snowy Okay, so there's some snow with some lava. That doesn't really go together. That's not like s'mores, man. So I mean, that's a that's one hot s'more. Well, I know there's like some volcanoes in it and stuff. Like at one point, you you I know I watched you play a little bit because he never lets me play anymore. I, I noticed you were you were playing a little bit and you were uh, you were going up to like a volcano and stuff. Like, are you throwing people into the volcano? <laughs> are you like no? You know, there's an actual volcano that you can go into and get loot from it. Okay. And it doesn't burn you up? Is there like a nope. danger to going in there? It's or? like a flying, it's like an, it has an air push in the middle of the center of the it. It has an air push. If you go off the side, it has an air push where you go up. So if you want to get to different areas, because there's three areas where you can get loot. Three areas where you can get okay. loot. Okay. So, cool. so Volcano is one of them. What are the other two? Um, There's... Also, um, the snowy biome, which there's Polar Peak there. Okay, I've heard That's of I've heard of Polar Peak. I've heard That's of this where the Polar sword Peak. Used to be my favorite thing in the game. Oh, the, <laughs> and the, they put the Infinity sword Blade fight back into the game. They put sword fight ah. squads. You can have multiple swords. That sounds like fun. Very cool. And and speaking on all of this, uh, season eight. It's interesting that that number is the number of the season that's right now. Uh, Lee is turning eight years old uh, in just a few short days. Uh, like it's meant to be. Oh, yes. man. Yeah, in six days. In six. Look, he's got it counted down, dude. He's ready to go. <laughs> I mean, so he's, the thing, he has a countdown timer on his wall, probably. So, <laughs> I, and <laughs> he literally, he tells me every day, Dad, Dad, five more days. Dad. That's how days. I am with Trudy when it's my birthday <laughs> coming I, up, too. I do the yeah. same Like thing. right now, I want a Fortnite toy. I want it yeah. now. <laughs> Fortnite toy. So, what is the theme of your birthday party? I know, like, Garrett's already probably figured it out, but what's the theme? F-O-R-T-N-I-T-E, Fortnite. 
That's Fortnite. Yes, that's okay. yeah. So we've got we've got a Fortnite theme. We're going to put some chest out, and he's got a cake that was. Did just, you get some loot llamas? Yeah, uh, we're we're thinking. Yeah, some pinatas. Uh, there might be. Uh, there very well could be. Uh, so we're we're gonna have some fun with it. We're gonna do some Fortnite stuff. We have got some Fortnite guns and and Nerf guns that we're gonna be doing some water okay. fights a little okay. bit. And, you know, Fortnite cheeseburgers too. The Durburgers, Fortnite cheeseburgers. Uh, and the eyes. Why do they get all, cheese. Why do they get excited when you said cheeseburgers right now? <laughs> we were talking about cheeseburgers earlier too. Right? <laughs> made me real hungry. <laughs> made me really hungry. So that is very true. I I don't get to play it so much, but it sounds like a lot of fun. Season eight, you know, coming up, or that's what you're playing right now. When does season nine come out? Are we still a while away? Um, no, I think it's pretty soon here. Like, if I'm correct, it should be in like the 30s. It's in like the 30s right now. In the 30s, like, like years? I think it's like 34 days. Like Thir- 34. Oh, okay, okay. So in about, about a month, like a little 30s. more, a month and change maybe. It's okay. like in the 30s. So you better turn nine pretty quick then. Yeah, here, you're going to have to you bust gotta, you it gotta, out. You got to keep up with these seasons, yeah. right? With you got to bust it out. Or maybe we just need to have your ninth birthday party shortly after. <laughs> yeah, have it, you'll turn eight in a couple days, and then in a month you can turn nine for season I will nine. work this out for you, son, so you can actually just go to mom and have it all pinned out. We'll write a little letter, you know, and a letter of intent. And uh, you could just go to her and say, uh, Mom, um, I believe that since season nine is coming out, uh, Fortnite, that I need to officially become nine years old already and um, just go ahead and like have another Fortnite party. And uh, then we'll, we'll, uh, for my birthday, maybe we could let Dad play his own video game system. I'm heck. I don't even sound like that. No, that's a pretty good representation of your no, voice. No, this is how I sound. Oh, that is how you sound. Yeah, it doesn't sound really it anything like me. It doesn't sound at Oh, okay. Why does everybody always tell me that I don't <laughs> yeah. sound anything Your like that? Your voices are terrible. Because you're terrible at my voice. Oh, well, Your thanks. impressions are the worst, JJ. Thank you, son. I think you're done now. <laughs> 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 All right. That's been Lee Purdom, our resident Fortnite expert. Thanks, Lee. Thanks. <laughs>
<laughs> it's true. It's true. That's a great question, Chloe. Thank you so much for that. I don't. Why don't you go ahead and go first? What what game would you be in? So if I could be in a video game, it would probably be okay. I I have two different answers. Can I do that? No. No. Of course. Yes. I'm doing, go ahead. I'm going to give two answers. Go ahead. Uh. Okay. So my first answer is Metal Gear Solid. Ah, oh, I knew this was coming. I, I you know what? I <laughs> why even ask? Like, I knew I knew you were going to say that. Uh, it would be so awesome. Run through Shadow Moses alongside Snake. You know, a little buddy cop. It'd be maybe it'd be a little bit of a comedy. <laughs> buddy cop. Just me and Snake running through Shadow <laughs> Moses, taking down nuclear weapons. You know, killing his brother Liquid Snake. It'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> Wait, his brother's name's Liquid Snake. Yeah, he's Solid Snake. There's Liquid Snake. There's Solidus Snake. There's gassy snake. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no that would be me. I mean, I could see that. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, that would be so cool. Like, that's everyone here on the podcast already knows. Like, I am way too in love with Metal Gear Solid. I just love the art style. I love the whole aesthetic of the game. I love the story. I love the characters. So to be in that world in real life would just be a dream come true. Like if it was almost like a Tron like experience where I could go in and then come back out, that would be awesome. Right. Not, I don't know. I wouldn't like, want it because it, it, towards the end, it's quite a dystopian world. <laughs> like yeah. By Metal Gear Solid 4, it's pretty horrible. I don't want to live in that. But man, it would be so cool to experience this like wearing my sneaking suit, and <laughs> crawling through the jungles and eating snakes and alligators to survive and stuff like that. That so screams fun. you, Garrett. That'd that'd just, so much that fun. just screams you. Mostly just hanging out with Snake. That would be cool. <laughs> is you kind of look at me as like snake kind of character? I mean, yeah. I, I know you kind of look metal up to gear. Me and, yeah, no, don't nano do that. machines. No, don't. I I see Meryl. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Liquid. <laughs> He's so excited at the prospect of hanging out with a guy named Snake. He would be so sick of me just doing uh, his voice for the, the whole time, just like doing quite like you remember this part. You remember this? <laughs> that was so cool. You it did was that, so Snake. Cool. That was the best. Um, be a su- super fanboy. Would, he would be so fed up with me real quick. Um, and my, um, I'll save my silly answer for after you go. It's your turn now. Okay. All right. So. Uh, <clears throat> I've played so many fun games that I that I love and I play over and over again. Obviously, I'm not going to choose uh, zombie games like um, I'm not going to choose Last of Us, even though I love that game, because I'm not built for the cardio, not a strong runner. I don't see me running away so well. And if I trip and fall, I'm short and fat. I get hurt very easily. <laughs> so I would be easy pickings. It's always the fatties that go first. I learned that from Zombieland. So, uh, it doesn't say necessarily that the video game would be real life though. So that's where I was going with the snake thing. Think that I, she didn't specify one way or another. She didn't say we're living in the video game. Maybe it's like a Tron like experience where you go into the game and you can come back. Yeah. Out. But you know what happened in Tron, man? We're going to get stuck in there and then not be able to get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, gosh, I know that it's, it's, it's not because I'm playing it right now, but Red Dead Redemption, man, Red Dead Redemption 2. And the reason I say that is there is something so awesome about the Wild West and about, you know, like America being built the way that it is and to be able to just shoot being people outlaw, and loot them slinger. and run. It's amazing. It's Throw like, people's bodies in the lake. <laughs> right? <laughs> not that I would ever do that because I have honor. I, I, I have no honor. There's definitely yeah. not any honor. Yeah, I, I think that I would choose Red Dead Redemption 2 if I could 
could choose anything, you know. I mean, it just sounds like a lot of fun to be able okay. to run around and be an outlaw in the old west. Uh, I would be racking up some crazy bounties, I'm just saying. Okay, okay. Um, let's see, my second one. So this is my, my silly one. I think this is an older game. I think they made a game for newer Nintendo consoles, but it was from the Wii. So older in the sense, like 10 years old or something, 15 years old. Uh, Rayman Raving Rabbids. Did you ever play that game? Do you know who the the, the Rabbids, the little white rabbit I, people? I know Rabbids and I know Rayman. I, okay. I, played, I have a Rayman game at home. So, well, so the original, so those Rabbids, those white crazy rabbit creatures, they originally showed up in a game called Rayman Raving Rabbids. And Rayman had to do all these stupid little mini games to free himself. It was basically like a, like he was thrown into these challenges by these rabbits. They had him imprisoned and he had to do all these challenges to get free. I just think that would be so much fun. Like I still have such vivid memories of some of like, um, like the nights playing those with my family. Like we'd all sit around the couch cause it had like multiplayer mode. So like we'd all sit around and just do these stupid challenges trying to, <laughs> uh, you know, free Rayman from, from these rabbits. And it was just the stupidest thing, whether it's like shooting gallery, like shooting stuff or picking, I think there's one where like, you're like a dentist, you're like picking bugs and crap out of these rabbits teeth. And there's like, uh, there's all sorts of like basically just fart jokes and stupid, just like plungers all over the place and goofy rabbits, like dressed up as funny little characters and stuff like hula skirts or uh, coconut bras or. Why does it sound like my kind of game? Running around in like business suits or whatever and pretending they're like official businessmen. Like, is this such an off the wall crazy game? I just feel like it'd be so much stinking fun to be in the world of rabbits. <laughs> I think there was even a cartoon actually for a while on TV based off the rabbits. If you want to just but... wear a hula skirt with coconut bra, I mean, I got that for you. I mean, oh, okay. I happen to have in one in case. the car, no. coincidentally enough. So if I could not be in Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> I would choose to be in rabbits. <laughs> Uh, where I would still just imitate Snake all the time. <laughs> that's an awesome question, Chloe McConnell. Thank you very much, young lady. You are amazing. So that's it? You just have Red Dead? No, that's it. That's so lame. Oh, you want me to like make something up on the fly? No, don't do that. I could do that. That's what I do. All right, so if I could have another game that was a goofy one like Garrett, I would be in Super Mario Brothers, the original. Like all blocky, 8-bit style. That's it. I mean, I could do that. I could just make make a little little blocky JJ dude. Could you imagine me like running off of like steps and jumping onto a flagpole? Dude, I'd be hitting five thousand every time, every time. Because <laughs> like, there's nothing that says speed and agility like a little short, stout body. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. There's less wind resistance. Yeah, and then like to be able to <laughs> jump up and down on mushrooms heads, and you know, and like uh, do some mushrooms and. High school, what? <laughs> That's what the game's all about. Is that what it is? It's Mario doing mushrooms, tripping out. I thought it was like he's like all tripping and he's like, oh, I'm going through like a crazy castle with lava and crazy. And there's a dragon I'm going to fight at the end and get the princess. Oh, there's not a dragon. Do you know anything about Mario? <laughs> not really. <laughs> no. I don't know. Cool, cool. All righty, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. It was super uh, informative. I feel like I know a lot more now here yeah. at the end of our podcast. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad someone learned something. <laughs> <laughs> We're good at learning stuff. <laughs> We're real good at learning the things. 
if you haven't already, go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, you can support us over there if you want to uh, help us make cool things. Um, uh, you can also review us uh, on your favorite podcast app. Um, uh, rate us, you know, give us those five stars. Leave us a written review. That'd be awesome of you. Uh, you can also find us at supergamerboys.com. Uh, at supergamerboys on Twitter and Instagram and facebook.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, and then let's see here. My personal Twitter at gmorlang. JJ's personal Twitter at JJ Purdom. Uh, occasionally we tweet some stuff. Most of the time we don't, but I'm getting better. I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm working on it. And I am working on Garrett tweeting out for me. So <laughs> pretty soon I'm going to convince him to do my work because that's what he does each and every week right here at the Super Gamer Boys. Garrett does 98% of the work and I bring 100% of the awesome. That's partially correct. That's like not even close. It's more like 99% of the work and 99% of the awesome. I'm not really good with the math. Like, like you do 1% of the work. Let's be realistic. Here. I don't even do 1% of the work. A lot of times you <laughs> but say- you do bring most of the awesome. So a lot, that's, a lot, that's well, the that's not true. But around. a lot of times you do say like, hey, did you read the articles? <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> that actually happened right before this episode. I'm like, did you happen to read any of the articles? And it was almost a rhetorical question because I knew the answer. No, but I And then he surprised you. me. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I, yes, did. I did. And I then, was like- Whoa, whoa. Yeah, really? I, I, really? I was, I was like, why are you all shocked, dude? You think I, I don't prep <laughs> at all? Yeah, well, I that, usually that don't. 99% of the time you don't. So I find that it's better thanks, if I thanks don't. Thanks for surprising me today. <laughs> uh, thank you to Star Andrews for our logo. You can check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Clothing and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Clothing. Star, you're amazing. I just washed the shirt for the first time after wearing it eight times. Um, yeah, it actually, I didn't realize what a pretty green it was. So now I now I recognize. Gross. Thank you. What? Gross. Well, it, dude, if you're only wearing it for short times, man, you don't really need to wash it again. I don't want to wreck the lettering. So I would just like wear it for a little while. It'd have a, a light, a light BO odor. I mean, you know, like not a like stinky, stinky armpit, but I like to go natural. I don't wear deodorants or anything. I find that it's so fake. You know, I'd rather just smell like a nice heady man odor. You know what I mean? Nasty. That's what they say. You're the worst. Why does um, everybody keep saying that? I'm also, oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to some stickers. We had a, a buddy of mine, it was a couple of weeks ago, mentioned he might be making some stickers, so I, I can't wait. Dude, that's awesome. Is it going to be like, you're in my face? It's going to be our little uh, Game Boy cartridge with our faces on it. Sweet. Super Gamer Boys. Dude, that's awesome. So we'll see. I, don't, I haven't heard any updates on it, but maybe he'll listen to this podcast and it'll <laughs> kick him in the butt to get it, get it going. Right, like, I should probably do this. They, <laughs> they announced it. Yeah. And announcing it makes it official. Yep, yep. Cool, guys. Well, it's been a good one. It's been a great one. Thank you guys for listening to the Super Gamer Boys, to Garrett, to me, mostly to me. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, man, you saw it got to see Shazam. I'm, I'm jealous of you. I'm just going to, I have to go back to that real quick. I'm just super jealous. I, I got to see that soon. It was really great. And, you know, it's thankful because of our Patreon supporters that I was able to do that because you know that I am, oh, I'm broke. That's something else I want to talk about. We got our Endgame tickets. Nice. So we will be watching Avengers Endgame opening weekend. Opening weekend, which is amazing because that means... I got some work to do that I'm going to have to. Yeah. Uh, so JJ, JJ to is speed, going to speed run through the Marvel universe because he hasn't seen most of the movies. So yeah. I, I gave him like five movies he has to watch. I told him, uh, 
Avengers uh, Age of Ultron. I told him Captain America Civil War, uh, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and then uh, Avengers, Avengers Infinity War. So those five. Uh, if you guys have any other suggestions for ones you feel like if you want to kind of, you know, regale me with yeah. you know, if I'm right or wrong about something, like write in through Twitter, on Instagram, on, you know, got Super Gamer Boys, yeah, email, Pete. whatever. Let me know if you think that list is not good. But I feel like if he wants to power, like, power through these last movies just to get caught up, yeah. those are the five most important People ones. who are just now tuning into the podcast who haven't listened to the back episodes. Yeah, I'm new to video gaming and nerding completely. Was never into this because even though I love pro wrestling, I'm not a nerd in any way, shape, or form. And I work with Garrett. He convinced me that grown men do play video games. I did not agree. And now it's like he infected me with this virus. And there's nothing that can heal me because now I love video games. And I love all nerd everything now it is totally new to me over the last year i'm 40 years old and it's like i just finally finally stopped just trying to trying to fight my nerddom you know so thank you garrett thank you so that's why i'm i'm not where i'm supposed to be with the with all of the avengers movies i've only just recently joined the avengers by watching the very first avengers movie yeah so, a few episodes back if you want to hear his his first time review this is just a few weeks ago he did that so. i know i sounded so dorky i was like it was so amazing i <laughs> no, loved like, it JJ, that was you're 10 like, years ago 10 years uh, <laughs> you're 10 years uh, late there JJ. So, you know, hey, but I came to the party, even if I was a little bit late. Better late than never. No doubt. Thank you guys so much for listening to us here this week on the Super Gamer Boys. Tell a friend. And if you don't have any friends, tell your mom. Yeah, yeah. Well, we will catch you all on the flippity flop. Oh, my God. Liquid! Liquid!